One. Nathaniel quickly descended the narrow, twisting wood stairs to the underground holding cells, a large flashlight gripped in one hand, an electric cattle prod in the other. It was cold and dank, the pitch black unbroken except for the narrow wedge of his flashlight's yellow beam. The stairs had been built long ago. Nearly two dozen generations of the Alpha's ancestors had inhabited the manor since, and they creaked in loud protest underfoot. His steps disturbed a choking cloud of dust and small, unseen creatures that went scurrying away to disappear into cracks in the rough stone walls, slick with moss and moisture. A cobweb drifted by, ghostly pale strands that lifted to brush his face. Somewhere far off, below, he heard the muffled sound of flowing water. He almost lost his footing on an uneven step, then regained his balance and scowling, nervously pushed an errant lock of brown hair from his eyes. He didn't want this errand, was loath to do it if truth be told, but he'd only today been voted in to fill the empty assembly seat and was not in a position to say no. He'd just have to get it over with as quickly as possible and put the whole nasty business out of his mind once it was done. He hated executions. The blood, the screams the cold, unsmiling faces gathered to watch it all. A necessary evil, but he wished they'd been able to make an exception for her. Not that he'd question, not that he'd ever dare. At the bottom of the steps he paused, grimacing. It smelled down here, like rust and rot and something sour and profoundly unpleasant, something he didn't want to take too much time trying to identify. His flashlight illuminated a long, primitive room with a dirt floor, a rough-hewn ceiling above, a row of windowless wooden doors lining either side, heavily locked. His heart began to pound. The criminals and outlaws and deserters of the clan had always been kept here, deep in the bowels of the earth, so far below the manor their screams could not be heard. Shivering, he imagined the dying whispers of those screams still echoed off the walls. He hurried to the third door on the right, paused beside it with one ear trained for any sound within, but all was silent. With a quick glance back to the stairs, he transferred the flashlight to his mouth, held it between his teeth as he fumbled at his belt for the ring of rusted old-fashioned keys, frowning at each in the semi-dark until he found the correct one. He fitted into the lock, turned his wrist, and cringed at the harsh screech of metal against metal as it gave. He had a fleeting thought that this might not have been such a good idea, coming down here alone. It was a test, he knew, and he wanted to prove himself worthy, but this place made his skin crawl with prickling dread, and he had no idea what was about to greet him on the other side. She might even be dead for all they knew. Or worse angry. The door swung slowly open with a long, eerie groan of rusty hinges. He tensed, awaiting any movement or noise, but there was nothing. He took the flashlight in hand and with the cattle prod held out like a crucifix warning off evil spirits, eased into the cell. The corpse of a rat lay disemboweled near a pile of rotten straw against the stone wall, its mouth frozen open, fur stiff with dried blood. There was a bucket of brackish water, 
an untouched plate of food on the floor near the door, a dirty wool blanket atop an empty pallet of hay. The air was grave still and so cold he saw his exhalation in a cloud of frosted white. Did he have the right cell? He set the tip of the cattle prod against the back of the door and gave a little push. The door swung farther open, and suddenly there came a sound that stood all the tiny hairs on the back of his neck straight on end. A low, rumbling growl from a back corner of the cell, a corner so black he couldn't fathom it. Rich and spine-chilling with an unmistakable tone of warning, it was a sound he'd recognize anywhere. Then, out of the blackness, a glow appeared, two almond-shaped points of hot, burning green. A pair of eyes, beautiful and predatory, fixed on him.